Lord, thank you so much for for what's happening, Lord. It's just so just yeah, so amazing seeing uh, seeing our kids and the drawings that they've um, the paintings that they've made, and then putting it up on the wall and seeing yeah the picture of your kingdom, Jesus. Thank you that you're you're here, you're moving in this place, and you're bringing you're bringing life and transformation. Thank you, Lord, that you've been with us all year, through through the highs and the lows. Lord, the big, the, the year began in a in a challenging way, and yet uh, and yet here we are, and you're you've been with us through it all, Jesus. Thank you, and Lord, uh, you know, even as we look forward to to the next year, may you fill our hearts with hearts with hope for the future, and uh, and what you're you know, what you're laying out for us, God. Mm. Amen. So this baby, this baby was born 2,000 years ago and he turned history on his on its head. The, the baby's arrival, the, this baby's arrival still divides history into two periods. Uh, if you're traditional like me, BC and AD. If you're modern and politically correct, BCE and CE. But this baby changed everything forever. You might know you might know his name. Lots of people know his name. But the important thing is for all of us, who who do you believe him to be? If you believe what the Bible says about this baby, then his name is sweet like honey. If you don't believe what the Bible says about this baby, then you might want to spit his name out like a swear word. Or just not think about it. The the Gospel of Matthew launches into this into a big introduction to this baby. It says, it begins like this, Matthew 1, verse 1. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. And then, then he goes on, Matthew kicks off with, with Jesus' family tree. And it's a long list of names of ancient people. It probably are quite wrinkly and big long beards, if you imagine them, eh? But, but in, the ba- in the Bible, names are really important. They're more than, they're more than labels, they speak of identity, they speak of history and, and purpose. And so over the last four, previous four Sundays, over the last five weeks, uh, we've been diving into some of the names of Jesus. Excuse me. That uh, beautiful singing, man, just made me weep, eh? <laughs> uh, yes. Um, so over the last five weeks, we've been diving into some of the names of Jesus, discovering what the Bible reveals about him. The first name that we, that we dug into, this is a long, long time ago, was Jesus. In, Yesh- in Hebrew, it's Yeshua, and it was, a, it was a common name, less common for us today, but back then it was a common name, but it was a name with a, with a big promise. It means Yahweh saves or God saves. So if we read from Matthew 1 verse 18, it says this, now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. This, this baby would save people, save people from their sins. So what, what does that mean? 
One way you can think about sin is like this. When you buy something, something brand new, you know, you might, um, might have got a new iPhone or something like that, there's, there's a warranty. With an iPhone, there's a warranty for one year. And if it breaks, you can take it back and give in, get a new one. But there's always a disclaimer, hey, the fine print. You know about the fine print. Don't use your iPhone or whatever it is in a way that it wasn't designed to be used. So maybe you tried, I don't know, you could be clever like Matt, and you're like, I'm going to open this thing up and have a look what makes it work. So Matt goes and opens it up. He breaks it. He takes it back to the shop and says, no, we're not sorting that out for you, Matt. You, brought, you opened it up, right? you voided the warranty. Or maybe you tried to fix it yourself, or maybe you tried to, um, you, you want to see what happens when you microwave it. Apparently, interesting things happen when you microwave iPhones. <laughs> but if you do that, <laughs> if you do that, your, your warranty isn't valid anymore. And sin is a bit like that for us. Sin is a bit like doing something we're not designed to do. You know, you might have an idea and you go, I want to put Matt in the microwave. Matt's not designed to be in the microwave. <laughs> so, so, hey, Zoe, that was just a, it wasn't an idea. Sin <laughs> yeah. so is like that, though. We do things that we're not designed to do or to do to Matt. And it, and it, damages, it damages us. Uh, damages Matt, obviously, and it, da- it damages our relationships with other people, and ultimately it damages our relationship with God. We've been designed by a designer with purpose, but when we do things outside of our design, it's as though we void God's warranty for our lives. It's as though, it's as though we, do, we decide we know better than our designer, and in, a, in effect what we're doing is we're deciding to be our own God's. But Jesus, as like the CV kids just uh, just showed us and told us, Jesus came to save us. He comes to save us from what we've done. And he restores us so that we're like brand new with a lifetime, eternal, uh, God-given warranty. I think it's amazing. So that's his first name, Jesus. The next name of Jesus is Christ Messiah. Christ Messiah. These, these two words, they mean the same thing. They mean that he is the anointed king, the long-awaited king, the promised king, the liberating king. Christmas, if you didn't know, is not named after Chris. You knew that? You know that now. It's named after Christ. We should say Christmas. And it points to Jesus being the king. So every time you say Christmas, you can think of Christ, the king. Even as a baby lying in a manger, because there was no room for his family in Bethlehem, he was king. And there was a few people that found out, unexpected people, like shepherds, people out, these guys, maybe they're women, men and women, out looking after their sheep at night, it says. And these angels came and told them, Christ the King is here. And there were some wise men from the east, these foreigners who discovered that this baby was born king of the Jews. Actually, I've got um, a picture with us up here. The next name of Jesus is Emmanuel, which means, someone yell it out, God with us. And not in some, not in some eerie, fairy, like, may the force be with you kind of way. Oh, God with us. He's not really. He 
quite literally God in the flesh with us. Jesus in the flesh. Jesus, God, fully God, fully human. The transcendent God, the one who created all things, the stars in the sky, the mountains, you know, Wellington, Aotearoa. And yet the creator, this creator of the universe became incredibly imminent, so close that people could reach out and touch him, so close that his parents, uh, Mary and Joseph, could cuddle him. Oh, it's amazing. Emmanuel, God with us. And the next name was, next name of Jesus is Son of, God, Son of the Most High. Son of the Most High. The Most High is God. And Jesus is God's own Son, as, as well as being God in the flesh. Does that spin your mind out of it? God's own Son, as well as being God. This name, this name speaks of the Godhead, you know, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The three in one, it speaks of Jesus' relationship to God the Father. Jesus is God, and Jesus is the Son of God. Because of this, because of this, Jesus is the only one who can welcome us into the family of God to be sons and daughters of God. As Son of the Most High, He alone has this capability and the authority. He's God and He's the Son of God. So He can welcome us to also be sons and daughters of God. And there's one, there's one more name that I want to highlight today. And it comes from a bit later on in Jesus' life. He's probably about 30 years old. And the scene is this. Loads of people are heading out into the wilderness of, um, of Upper Hutt. And they're going out there <laughs> into the wilderness. Uh, they're, no, they're not, not that wilderness. They've gone out to wilderness to see a, a wild prophet, this guy who would eat uh, insects. And this prophet, his name was John the Baptist, and he was telling everybody that the kingdom of God is near. He was announcing the kingdom of God is near. Prepare yourself, the kingdom of God is near. And so people were going out to him to be baptised, which means they would be dunked in the, dunked in the river, and then they would uh, you know, stand up again. They would, this is baptism. And in their baptism, they would repent and turn away from their sins. And I wonder if like, they're hearing this guy saying, the kingdom of God is near. And they're thinking, oh, shoot, I've got I to repent of my sins. I've got to turn away from my sins because God's about to turn up. They don't want to be caught. And so Jesus, like, like keeping in mind some of those names we've just looked at, Jesus heads out to join them. And he goes out not to take over what John is doing, not to take over the uh, take over and go, here I am, I'm the king. But instead he goes out to be baptised. This is mind-blowing stuff. The king of the kingdom that John has been announcing, that John's been pointing to, he joins them and he also is baptised. And John tries to stop him. And Jesus goes, no, this, this has to be done. This has to be done. And then the most amazing thing happens. The most amazing thing happened as Jesus was baptised. God the Father speaks from heaven to his Son. So we'll read this. Yeah, this is Luke chapter 3, verse 21. It says this, Now when all the people were baptised, and when Jesus also had been baptised and was praying, the heavens were opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form, like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son. With 
You, I am well pleased. Another translation puts the Father's words like this. You are my son, chosen and marked by my love, pride of my life. In in this moment, God the Father is naming his own son. And it's not through messenger angels. It's not through dreams. It's not through prophecies. It's directly to him. So the Father in heaven, God in heaven, God the Father in heaven sees his son coming out of that water after being baptized, and he names him. And when you think about this name, it's not a name that depends on what Jesus has done. What has Jesus done? Not much. He's been born. <laughs> it doesn't depend on what Jesus has done. It doesn't depend on what Jesus will do. It's not a title. It's not a qualification. It's who he is in his father's eyes. It's his father's heart for him. Can you, can you imagine your father saying, that, saying something like that to you? Some of you might have amazing dads. I do. Some of you might not have amazing dads. Or, or you, might have not, you might not have dads that express their love for you. But can you imagine your dad, your father, saying that to you, pouring out his unconditional love for you like that? Beloved son, beloved daughter, This name speaks of the incredible love of the Father for His Son. This love that is contained, has been contained within the Godhead, Father, Son and Holy Spirit since before the beginning of time. And this love that then overflows to all of us. So I don't know where you're at today. I know where I'm at. But I do know, I know know this. Each and every one of us needs a Saviour. The Bible says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We all have failed to meet our our design. We all do things that voids the warranty. We fail to meet our design. We all need rescuing and saving from our sin. This baby, if we go back, oops, this baby, not that baby, that's just a picture of a a wooden figure, I think. But this baby who we're talking about was born to save us from our sins. We all need a king to rule and reign in our lives, to draw us into the kingdom of God and to usher the kingdom, God's kingdom into our world. This baby was born to be our king, the king of kings. None of us, not one of us, has what it takes to live according to God's purposes and design. Even if you try your hardest, We don't have what it takes. But this baby is God with us, Emmanuel, God who comes alongside us, who journeys with us and helps us change to be the people we are created to be. We all need to be in a family with a father who loves us in spite of our shortcomings, in spite of our sins, in spite of our failures, a father with unconditional love for us who calls us his beloved sons and daughters. This baby, this baby, the Son of the Most High, God and the Son of God, who came so that we could be welcomed into the family of God if we receive Him and believe in His name. 
We read from John, uh, skip forward, John 1 verse 9. It says this, The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, to all who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. To all who receive him, to all who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Jesus is Jesus, the Father's beloved Son. Jesus is God's precious Son, given because God loves us too. Because of Jesus, because of the gift of God, we are welcomed into God's family. Because of Him, God sees us, and it's like He says, you are my beloved sons, you are my beloved daughters. Not because of what you've done, not because of what you will do, not because of what you haven't done, not because of what you won't do, but because I love you. I love you. He loves us and he welcomes us. And this is what Christmas is all about. Christmas is the celebration of the most incredible gift ever given. And so today, all of us, <laughs> we can choose to receive this gift from God, to believe in His name. Jesus, Christ, Messiah, Emmanuel, Son of the Most High, Beloved Son. You might be like me, and I'm very old. I'm not as old as Jonathan, by the way. He's very, very old. <laughs> <laughs> you got two whole years on me, I think. <laughs> but I've, I've known Jesus for many years. But you might be like me, but you and I can go on receiving Him. We can choose to receive Him. I can receive Him into, we can receive Him into the parts of our lives that we, we haven't yet surrendered. I'm still discovering parts of my life which have not surrendered to the King of Kings. We can receive Him into the parts of our lives that are, that are still broken or hurting, wounded and need the healing touch of God who became flesh. Or today you might, you might never have received this gift from God. And guess what? Today is a good day. Today is a good day to receive Jesus and to believe in His name. And there's no hoops to jump through. You don't have to do anything crazy. Or, you know, coming to Him... It's, it's what happens in the heart, isn't it? And we, we come to him and we, you know, you might want to even in your mind, like, just simply talk to him. We're going to sing a few songs, a couple more songs. And, and as we sing these songs, you might want to talk directly to him. And, or if, if that's a bit confusing, you might want to talk to the person, someone around you and go, I want to receive Jesus today. I want, my, I want this broken warranty in my life to be restored, to be made you, to be made new. Can you jump up on the keys, mate? So we're going to sing a couple, a couple more songs. And then it's time for treats. Do you want to, do you want to stand? We'll pray. We'll uh, welcome the Holy Spirit. to. Well, he's already here, isn't he? 
Thank you, God, for your presence here with us. Thank you, God, that you are you're Emmanuel. Jesus, you are Emmanuel. Lord, you, you came, you lived, you died for us, you rose again. You are ascended in heaven and you are coming again. Thank you, Jesus, that you welcome us into, into your family and you, you delight with us. You're, you have so much love for us. And Father, as we, if we just, even as we sing these, more, sing these songs, Lord, please move, move in this place and move in our hearts. May we discover more of you, Father. May you even like speak your name to our hearts, like stamp our hearts with your name today, Jesus. Remind us. Remind us if we need to be reminded that we're sons and daughters of God. Or draw us in, Lord. Draw us in, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come apart, come apart. 